Welcome to Knowledge Cast. This is a look into the world of knowledge management, information management, data management, and everything in between. This is brought to you by Enterprise Knowledge. I'm Zach Wall, founder and CEO of EK. And today we're doing something a little special. This is a live recording. And we've got, uh, we just wrapped up KM World and we've got a few all-stars from KM World uh, popping in over the next half hour or so to kind of share what they learned, share what their experiences were, what the themes were. And first is Stephanie Lemieux. She is the founder, president, CEO, and all around rock star uh, of Dovecot Studios, uh, really one of the world's leading experts in taxonomy design. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you, Zach, for having me. Happy to be here. How did I do with that intro? Did I miss anything major? Uh, no, it's Dovecut Studio, though, without the S, because if no you put S. the S, then you end up in a tapestry studio in Scotland. So it's just okay. slightly different from taxonomy. Good to know. I do love a good tapestry, as, as you too. well know, but good clarification. I should probably there. make a taxonomy of tapestries someday. That would I, probably be fun. I, I think that we can do that uh, and, and we should plan to. Stephanie and I also have known each other. I was trying to do the math on this over 20 years for sure. Back before Probably. either of us had our own companies, we were speaking at the old DCA portal conferences, right? Mm. Probably less than 20 years, though, because I only graduated in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said, I was trying to do the math on this, but got it. Okay, so say probably a good ago. 15 years for sure. Yeah, awesome. you. I cool. think I met you at my first conference that I ever went to. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> Which just goes to show how important conferences are to one's professional life. Yeah. Because I, I think about it today and the people that I met in the first couple of conferences that I went to, even as a totally green information architecture, uh, architect knowledge manager person, I still know most of those people today. I collaborate with them, uh, we do projects, see each other at conferences. So really those those moments in the yeah. conferences are are ones that really cement uh your network for a pretty long time i mean no question about it i actually think i probably wouldn't be where i am if not for uh getting to speak there i mean Absolutely. mike ferguson tony Byrne, you you yeah. know the, the the group of folks that i met is still some of my most trusted network today and it's it's really neat to see that uh, just a discreet guest on another episode but for now i want to spend a few minutes just getting your thoughts what what was different this year with cam world and taxonomy boot camp i mean you as the chair of taxonomy boot camp obviously have a really unique perspective on this so what'd you think how was the show I think going virtual is always a little bit tough for a conference, but for taxonomy, I think it has not really impacted us as much. Uh, I think taxonomists and information architecture people are very comfortable in a virtual space and in sharing ideas and working virtually. So uh, I saw that there were uh, almost as many attendees as there are in person and a lot of the same people from that network, as we were just saying, you know, people that come every year. So it was nice to see some familiar faces. Uh, but we also saw a lot of really good uh, crunchy, as I like to say, projects that had a lot of robustness to them. So yeah. what that shows to me is that people have not taken these two years of chaos, <laughs> putting it lightly, um, as just to sit around on their hands. They have really jumped to, uh, on the uh, opportunity to really start doing digital transformation, uh, especially as we were all kind of forced to be way more digital. 
Yeah. Uh, so I saw a lot of really advanced projects and case studies come through the uh, taxonomy bootcamp. So I, I could pull that apart into two directions, Stephanie, and I'd be curious if you mean both or one more than the other. One is from a technical perspective. I, I thought there was a big theme of some pretty advanced technologies, a lot more conversation around knowledge graphs, semantic search, uh, really getting into artificial intelligence. But then the other was perhaps more of a savvy towards enterprise-wide initiatives that will have a real business impact and will be visible, clickable, if you will, to the average end user. Did you mean both of those things or kind of one more than the other perhaps? Yeah, I think both. Uh, so for the tech side, uh, I even in my professional life has have seen a lot more organizations willing to jump into proof of concepts in the last couple of years. So done a lot of pilots, proof of concepts for things that people were a little bit more afraid of, like graphs and AI stuff over the past uh, year even. Uh, and we had a couple of really good case studies that showed these very tangible use cases uh, for knowledge graphs, things that seem a little bit uh, fantastical when you're just reading about them, but yeah. then seeing them in slide decks with screenshots and explanations of how it actually works, I think really helps demystify some of these things. And then from the maturity side, in terms of enterprise taxonomy, I think because everyone was forced to go virtual and forced to really rely on a lot of these knowledge sharing tools and collaboration tools, being able to connect documents, being able to have search that works, being able to create good virtual experiences really cemented the importance of enterprise taxonomy. And I saw that come through in a lot of case studies and descriptions of using enterprise taxonomy for knowledge management and for connecting data and documents together, that kind of stuff. So uh, it was a really exciting, sort of level up in maturity, I nice. think, this year uh, at the bootcamp. Uh, that's exciting to see. And you hit on something else too. In years past, I've almost felt like Taxonomy Bootcamp was more of a discrete event from KM World proper. This year, I really saw the, the lines bleeding. And I mean that in a good way, that the, the use cases were more mature for Taxonomy Bootcamp. It was referencing back to some of those big KM challenges and how they can be solved. Was that purposeful or is that just really a sign of the times, the sign of where we are in the industry? Uh, no, it wasn't purposeful. We don't do it. Oh, take the credit, <laughs> Stephanie. It's purposeful. We don't do a ton of coordination across the different programs. Yeah. So text analytics and bootcamp kind of coordinate a little bit more because we have more overlap. Um, but uh, I don't do a lot of checking of what the KM world tracks are doing. But what I have noticed, to your point, is that there are more taxonomy sessions ending up over on the knowledge management side yeah. and in the enterprise search side. We were actually sharing a speaker at one point. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree that there it seemed a lot more synergistic this year, uh, especially around taxonomy and organizing principles for knowledge management and for kind of internal to the company kinds of use cases because bootcamp always had a lot has a lot of stuff around product taxonomy website taxonomy that kind of stuff those are the easier easier to sell types of taxonomy projects but yeah. taxonomy for internal for knowledge management for streamlining creative operations those kinds of things are 
not that they're harder to sell, but there's less organizations willing to talk about it sometimes. So it was nice to have some of those kinds of case studies this year. Awesome. Uh, any big surprises? Did I mean, let's put it a different way. What What did you learn? Like, what was the aha moment for you as the chair of the conference? I, I think it kind of goes back to the first thing we were talking about, which was this dropping of the fear around yeah. knowledge graphs and ontologies. Yeah. And we actually had a really good moment in the Stump the Taxonomist panel at the end. You brought up this great question of, you know, we've tacked on the word ontology on a lot of these sessions. And that's something that I'm trying to bring in because I know that there's appetite for taxonomists to learn about how to do ontology. But we talked about, do taxonomists necessarily need to be ontologists? Is that the same thing? Yeah. And we had a really great conversation about that. And I think one of those aha moments in the conference for me is that there is good overlap and there is good opportunities for taxonomists to become more educated about ontological principles and modeling and semantics, uh, but that we don't necessarily all need to jump onto the ontology bandwagon and become ontologists because there's still a lot for taxonomists to do. And those are two different skill sets and uh, we can play together and collaborate and what we don't need to all necessarily convert religions. Uh, really well said. And I actually, I loved how one of the panelists, Ed put it, he's a, I'm, I'm a taxonomist and there's plenty for me to do in that space. Yeah. Maybe in the future, maybe someday I'll be an ontologist, but I'm not one just by putting it in my LinkedIn profile. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's a, that's a big takeaway. And that, that was a, a, a neat moment. I agree. But um, it behooves us, you know, however, to stay knowledgeable uh, yeah. about what what ontology is and how it interacts with taxonomy so it's not that we're off the hook and we can all just go back to taxonomy land and forget ontologies exist uh so i i still think it's important for boot camp to recognize the uh, role of ontology in our space yeah. and to continue creating those links between the two disciplines and and make sure that it's not a scary thing for taxonomists to get involved into and your colleague at Dovecut Studio, Michelle, said that really well. She said, I'm a taxonomist. I know enough about ontologies to talk about them, to advise on them, but I know I'm not one. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a great representation of probably where you're thinking about taking taxonomy bootcamp in the future. Let's educate. Let's help everybody understand what's a taxonomy, what's an ontology, what's the skill set to do this, to do that, what's the methodology to do this versus that. Mm -hmm. But at the same point, you're probably not going to go and rename it ontology bootcamp next year, right? It is. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so last question and Stephanie, again, just uh, thank you for, for jumping on and, and spending a few minutes with us. What's next year? What do you think? What, if there was something you missed this year or something that you want to put more of a magnifying glass on where, where do you think you want to put your energies for next year's show? Great question, and I'm glad you asked it because I get asked to come up with the theme around January, so I yeah. kind of have to start pulling my ideas together fairly early. <laughs> uh, normally, we do a survey at the end of the conference, and that's one of the ways that I find out what did people like, what did we have uh, not enough of, what ideas do people have. So I don't have a super crystal clear idea of what it will be next year, but I do know that I want to continue on this idea of mature 
applications and use cases and advanced notions to add to the toolbox for taxonomists. One of the things that I'm always kind of pushing against is even the name of the conference, right? The name of the conference is Bootcamp, which makes it sound like we're all new recruits getting right. put through the obstacle course. And I like the obstacle course comparison, but we're all we're not all new to the discipline. So the taxonomy conference has to cater to both people who are just coming up to speed. But I want to make sure that it's helping those more intermediate and advanced people continue to get value and to get exposed to what's new, what's what are people doing. So I think next year is going to continue watching the thread of what's happening with these big digital transformation projects uh, as we continue this kind of push to a lot of virtual work and uh, see what more proofs of concepts and mature applications come out of this uh, this moment. I love that. I will be there. I, I, I totally agree. The name bootcamp suggests it's like almost like intensive training that would happen over the course of a few days and all of a sudden you're a taxonomist yeah. and you know, you get those folks. I mean, we still get the questions every year. I'm new. How do I do a taxonomy? I'm here to figure out what questions to ask. Yeah. That's great. And I always love the fact that you get some good intro stuff in there, but increasingly, I feel like that's actually not the audience. To your point, it is folks that are maybe well on their way through a project or are experts in the field and are looking to treat this almost as continued education, how to stay sharp. So all, all good stuff. And I love the way that you're thinking about it. Stephanie, again, thanks for, thanks for joining the podcast. My pleasure. And- we will have you back as a discreet guest if if you would be willing. Always willing. Cool. Feel free to stick around. Um, but now I also want to introduce Rosanna Stevens. Rosanna is the manager of Experience Insights and Knowledge at Adobe. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've also had uh, my business partner and co-founder of EK, Joe Hilger, join us Hi, in the studio. And by studio, I mean my office desk. So Joe, thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Thank you for allowing me into your office desk. <laughs> uh, so Rosanna, you were an attendee this year at KM World, and I think you said your first year, right? Yeah, that's right. This is actually my first KM conference ever. So wow. my first experience. Yeah, believe it or not. I've been um, doing KM for a while, but just haven't been to a conference for some I reason. Love so it. thank you for the invitation. Uh, not at all. We we're so glad that uh, you could attend the conference and also mm-hmm. super glad that you were willing to, to join us. So how about first and foremost, what were your impressions? What were the big takeaways? What'd you learn? Well, uh, immediately when I opened up the agenda, you know, for all the sessions for the conference, I was surprised at the areas of focus. Um, I've been working on knowledge and search within Adobe for five years now, you know, and I've done research kind of outside of this community and have my own SF area knowledge management meetup going on where we talk about things, but I haven't been to a conference to see like, what are the tracks about and what do all these professionals talk about when they get together in this big conference? And I was surprised that we were on the right track at Adobe. So, you know, what we've been talking with you about the taxonomies, the knowledge graphs, the ontologies, um, working towards AI, search, centralized search. These are all things that we've been working on. We've done a lot of research within our organization about what people want. 
And what came out of that research is exactly what I'm hearing people say in these sessions. So it's really validating to know that we're on the right track. Um, I also love to see that there were sessions about the human side of it as well. So there's like the information content management side, but the human side as well. So at Adobe, we focus on design thinking quite a bit. We have our own framework within our organization that we use. So I attended some of the design thinking, human-centered design kind of sessions to see how people at other organizations tackle that too. And so it's fun to see that uh, we're all aligning and I've got ideas, you know, in my nice. head about where we could go and what I could talk about maybe next year with the group too. I think that it would be a wonderful thing to see you actually presenting next year. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you want to talk about? Would it be the case study of Adobe's transformation or would you mm -hmm. be a little bit more specific in, in what you wanted to present on? Yeah, I think that would be a great topic. I've also been kind of playing around with the idea of a product kind of mindset, um, applying that to knowledge management. So I've been a product manager at Adobe and as a product manager, you have empathy for the people and the users of your product. You know, I've been pushed back on like knowledge management isn't really a product, it's more of a service, but there are aspects of it that are a product and you can think about it as a product manager. So like, how are we designing these experiences for people based on the human? And then also looking at what are the technical capabilities, what's coming down the road, what's the impact of what I'm doing on the culture and the society of like the people within the organization. So a lot of ideas there. I don't know how good our mic is here, but you might have heard Joe under his breath say, ooh, I like that. Okay, so cool. You're, you're on <laughs> that would be a really fun session and it would be well attended, I'm sure. Okay, great. So Rosanna, how about the opposite question though? What was that like, oh boy moment where you said, we haven't thought of that yet. Did you discover any, mm -hmm. any gaps in, in your thinking over the last few days? Well, I've known of Dave Snowden forever and have never heard him speak. So today, listening to him speak, my mind was just completely blown. Like, nice. how, <laughs> how does this man have so many ideas in his brain? Um, and he said something like, we people who talk about breaking down silos at an organization don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, oops, well, I've talked about that. <laughs> and um, he said, we need to be talking about building networks between the silos because the silos are necessary for innovation. And, you know, Adobe's extremely siloed and it's been kind of a pain point for me. Like, how do I fix this? And what I realized is I don't need to fix that at all. In fact, it's just what we're working on is connecting the silos in a way that people are getting to the information and knowledge and the people that they need at the right time. So. I'm still yeah. a, f a fan of silo busting. It, it, yeah. There's a little semantics in there because you're doing the right thing, right? I mm -hmm, mean, mm -hmm. you are defining the taxonomies and building the graphs and mapping the relationships of knowledge through the organization. You are building that network. Maybe you just didn't use Dave's term for it. Right. But I think it's important the way you talk about it with leaders. So when you talk about breaking down silos, I, I've noticed that down at the ground level, people are like, yes, I want to break the silo. But at the leadership level, it doesn't really resonate. Yeah. And I think it's because the silos were created on purpose. Hmm. And so you kind of have to think about like, how is the business operating and why and like, adjust your storytelling 
to fit so that you can talk about the value of what you're bringing. You know, it's a point well made. It actually tracks with how we've talked about taxonomy design, even with you, right? Mm -hmm. There's primary taxonomy that should reach across every bit of the organization. There's secondary, but then there's tertiary. There's stuff that only exists in a little specific place, and it exists only in that specific place because that that place does something different. The mm -hmm. system works different, or the content is different, or the the division is different. So mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying, and, and that's that's certainly a point well taken. Uh, what are you going to bring back to Adobe? Like if there's one set of slides that you want to steal and present, uh, and by steal, I mean in the best KM sense of the word, replicate, borrow, leverage, collaborate, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. What, what was that like one wow presentation? Was it Snowden's or, or is there a different one that you would say everybody at Adobe should hear this? I don't think Snowden had slides, so I can't take it away. I'll have to pull his transcript down and try to make sense of it. <laughs> so um, it's funny because I had a, a Teams kind of chat going on during the conference, and I was just posting slides there as it was going on. So I would probably pull a bit from a whole bunch of different presentations. But because I'm thinking about taxonomies right now, I would probably pull a little bit from some of the taxonomy sessions I attended. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think I was at Amber and Todd's session today too. And I really appreciated how Walmart is doing things and like the architecture that's going on there. We have a learning management team here too, who's struggling with their taxonomy as well and how to structure things. So um, some of Amber's slides will be helpful. Well, and Thank how's you. that yeah. for a segue? Amber, Hi. welcome. <laughs> Hi. How is everybody today? Good. Uh, so Amber Simpson, Senior Manager of Learning and Development at Walmart. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Amber, you spoke today. Do you want to share a little bit more? I mean, uh, Rosanna just gave you one heck of an intro, but uh, you want to share mm -hmm. what your topic was, what, what, you, what you spoke about, what your key takeaways were? Yeah. So I have to laugh about our presentation because during our time, I think we had a fire alarm go off yeah. twice. Um, I could hear sirens in the background, <laughs> uh, which, and I tried not to giggle because I didn't want to throw Todd off. And then I think I had to pause myself for a second because I have allergies and was sneezing. <laughs> well, I mean, and that still went well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I, I said a couple of things during that conversation. Really, I would say that the, the presentation was twofold. I, I think, first of all, it was, here's kind of what Walmart's doing in our space. And yeah, we, we've got this scale, um, this astronomical scale, and everything that we do has got a scale. But I, I think we have a common thread with everybody that's experiencing the same kind of challenges is how do you maintain the content that you have in such a way that you can ensure that you get it in the right people, right people's hands at the right time, whether it's learning, you know, whether it's legal documents, um, whether it's who within the organization has got a certain knowledge base that you'd be able to reach out to. So that was really kind of the first thing that, that Todd and I really wanted to make sure that we pressed and talked about. And then the other thing is, is we really wanted to showcase the work that we're doing in the learning content database. I mean, that that to me was, you know, kind of the icing on the cake that this is the direction we're going in. And here's how we want to be able to give back to the associates as well. But throughout the entire conversation, we really wanted to make sure that we 
we were our true authentic selves, um, that it was an organic conversation and that we really demonstrated the importance of celebrating your lessons learned and being okay with that. And then um, last but not least is just that trusted advisor or partnership and how important that is. I really truly meant when I said that if you don't have somebody that you can give feedback to and someone that feels free to give you feedback, then you're not growing and you're not learning. And so we really wanted to make sure that we were honing in on that on our presentation. Just again, we're the same, we're just like everybody else, right? Um, and we're all on this journey together and, and maybe we can learn from our mistakes and then learn from our wins as well. So, yeah, well yeah. said. Well, first of all, I'll say when you're dropping knowledge like it's hot, like you were, I think you have to <laughs> just be prepared for the sirens to come, but. Oh gosh, yeah. I, <laughs> that was awful, bad joke. <laughs> that that was a really bad joke. I do that. I've got more, I'm here online. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> but you know, the, the second piece is I loved your conclusion. I think that you introduced, here you are talking about this, the sweeping, project. This is going to make a huge Im impact for Walmart. It's also potentially going to make a huge impact for literally tens of thousands of people around the world who are going to be able to move up in their careers and get job opportunities they never would have gotten before. I mean, the, the human impact of this is incredible. But I yeah. love the fact that at the end, you kind of took a very humbling step backwards and said, we're trying our best, we're learning, we're working together. And the way that you put that, I, I thought was such a nice conclusion to the presentation. So I, I specifically wanted to call that out. Oh, I, I definitely appreciate that. I, I've i stubbed my toe many, many times. Good Southern uh, terminology there. I, I really, truly believe, again, and Todd and I have had lots of conversations about this. If all things, no matter what's going on in no matter what's going on in our own lives or what's going on with the work or we all have politics and we all have, you know, we're dealing with individuals that they all have their own priorities and their own pressures at life. And if anything that we can do is we always have to treat everybody with respect and with kindness. And that includes ourselves as well, because at the end of the day, if we're not doing that, then we're not doing, we're not being the best of who we can be for those that are around us. And you're absolutely right. I think you and I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about, I love the term, uh, save money, live better. And I, cause I'm a learning person. So when I think of live better, I truly think of if I'm giving, if, if we're giving somebody an opportunity to learn and grow and not just in their current role, but in their future role, whether it's with Walmart or Sam's Club or any other organization, are we really truly giving back to the US, we're giving back to the world because we're continuing to grow and develop each other. And to me, that's what Live Better is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure that marketing, um, oh, that's something else. Again, that's that's kind of how I view it. But again, I look at everything from a learning lens. Um, I have for the last, you know, I keep dating myself. I need to stop saying 28 or 30 years. I really started when I was 15. Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, so I mean, right here. I started designing taxonomies when I was seven. So I completely. Yeah, I mean... uh, yeah. So, you, you know, you hit it though. And I, I actually think it's one of the reasons why there's so many great people in the knowledge management communities, because KM is at the end of the day, it's all about helping people learn. It's about helping people perform. It's about helping people mm -hmm. go beyond their current area of expertise. And so you don't tend to get a lot of jerks in the field, right? If if you want your mission in life to be helping people learn, perform, share, collaborate, 
then there tends to be a lot of kindness that comes with it, which is one of the reasons I think we all love our jobs so much. Other than yours, what was your favorite session? <laughs> what was your big kind of learning moment or, or takeaway that, that you're going to bring back to Walmart? So I'm going to share a guilty, um, a guilty little pleasure. I, I do this with music and I do this with movies and I do this with online conferences. I am a, um, I'm a hopper. Yep. I really am. I, you know, I, I can't listen to an entire song. And, and I did the same thing in the conference because there was, what I found was, is there was the sessions. I could not decide which ones I wanted to be, which ones I could spend all my time in. And I was trying to, I was trying to do it all, have my cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> there was a lot of sessions that I just, I, I, I was in there and I thought, I, I don't want to leave, but I really want to go into this one as well. Again, the le- three learning problems solved by knowledge management. Definitely enjoyed that one. I was toggling back and forth between engaging stakeholders and taxonomy projects as well, strictly because this information, I can think how I can be able to move forward and teach and train others in the journey that we're doing. But then I also was thinking for myself as well as, oh, what other kind of problems could we solve in the learning space? And so I, I kind of bounced back and forth a little bit with that. I always, always enjoy anything that our friend Heather presents on. Um, I I always gain um, so much information from her. And then last but not least, it's it's kind of funny, uh, the New York Times presentation. I kind of geeked out quite a bit on that one. So yeah. yeah. I I missed that one. Can you say more about that? Um, It was just really, honestly, it's just how the New York Times leverages knowledge management or taxonomies in order to be able to not just find their stuff, but archive their stuff. And I always think in the back of my head, you know, the million files that we have sitting on SharePoint site, what are some of the things that we can do or some of the best practices we could leverage within our own organization to be able to adopt some of the things that they actually did as well. And so again, I I enjoyed that presentation, but I'm a hopper. I really am. There's a KM world really should be a little bit longer than four days. Yeah. You know, the case studies are always great. My frustration, one of them with a virtual conference, one is the frustration of not getting to join y'all for a cocktail Mm -hmm. after we're done with all this. But my biggest was actually what you just said. It's too easy to change the channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, you're, you're flipping around. Joe, you were presenting in two different sessions at once. I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Noting that I presented the same time as Amber did and you know nothing about my session, but clearly I I know where you went. (laughs) And I had to miss Amber and Todd show. I wanted to see the, the Amber Todd show. Todd did amazing um, in his presentation. I'm going to be honest with you. I was very nervous kicking it off at the very beginning. I was very, very nervous. Yeah. Well, you know, luckily the fire alarm probably loosened, loosened up. (laughs) Well, and I think we actually um, wish each other a happy anniversary. So, I love it. Because yeah. we realized that it uh, that our we started our relationship actually started two years ago yeah. in knowledge management world. Yeah, That's, that is uh, so cool. Yeah, and so it was actually it, your guys' presentations that really kind of spearheaded and started all this. That this makes sense and what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Wow, you could do so much with data. How cool is that? So it was, was it Zach's presentation or mine? No, just kidding. I'm not going to answer that question. 
I, I think I know, we know exactly. which one. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 my, my Zoom seems to be freezing on me. Yeah, no, I, I know. I, it came through. We, we got it, Amber. Thank you. Uh, so since the three of you all chose to stick around, I, I'll ask kind of a concluding question. I'd love to hear from all three of you. And the, the question that I'll ask is this. If you were to recommend the conference to somebody who had never been, you're all coming at it from three different perspectives. As a speaker, as a first-time attendee, and as a chair uh, who's really crafted it, how, how would you sell it? How would you say you got to come because... Stephanie, you want to go first? Sure. I think the all of the people who chair the different tracks are deep uh, nerds who really care about their subject area and have wide networks. And so you won't get a bad speaker. These are all excellent folks who are well-versed in the discipline, who are doing really cool things, who have been recommended because they have spoken before or because they have a very cool project to share. Uh, so I think there's a very high quality of presentations at this conference. And there's a good history behind the CAM world and the boot camp, and we've all been doing this for, you know, I think it was 25 years that they've been they celebrated not too long ago for CAM world. So, you know, we've been around the block a number of times, and so we know how to put on a good show. Yeah. Uh, so the there's a good flow to the sessions, and we really try to cover all of the different points that you need to be a well-rounded professional. So. When I put together my track, I think about almost like I'm writing a, an article for a newspaper, like what are the beats I need to hit in order to build a narrative for the attendee? And I think that that really shows in the programs. And so even if you are hopping around, you're still going to get, you know, all of you, your nutrients and a full meal <laughs> and get, get a full narrative of what's going on in the last few years in this space and what do I need to level up my skills or learn uh, a new uh, area to get involved in, in, in the discipline. Awesome. Yeah. Well answered. Rosanna. Well, I have to agree with Stephanie that it's a bunch of nerds. That was like the first thing I noticed. I was like, Oh, this is my community. It's my, These nerds. Are my people. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mention earlier one of the things I noticed in watching all of the sessions that I could attend is that you can kind of see like the direction that KM is taking. So I'm seeing like one track kind of going more and more the technology route towards AI and knowledge mm -hmm. graphs and ontologies. And at the same time, there's a pull all the way to the other side, to the human side. So how are we designing for humans? How are we talking about empathy? What are the people and the connections that need to happen there? So it's really interesting to see like the direction that the CAM industry is going in. And then also to hear the, the perspectives and conversations and like all the facets of knowledge management as well. So if you don't know what knowledge management is about and you come in and like look at the agenda and hear people speak, it's, it's a really rich profession. Fantastic. Well, mm -hmm. I think that's right. I mean, in past years, the tracks have been themed even more clearly to say like, here's the tech track and here's the human track, here's the people track. But what I loved uh, about a lot of the talks this year is exactly what you just described is that this stuff's getting smashed together. You know, let's talk about the really cool knowledge graph technology, but let's also talk about the UX effort that went into making it click on the front end. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Amber, how about you? You can close us out with your your pitch for KM World for a new joiner. So I actually, so two things. I have an individual um, that I work with and she did not get an opportunity to go to KM World. So I had the experience that I had, I wanted her to have the exact same experience, that aha moment. And so she actually was able to register and I suggested that she went in through the boot camp because I thought the boot camp is a great opportunity for individuals that this might be a new space for them. It kind of gave them a little bit of tidbits and taste of everything across the board and the whole world of, it, it really is a great boot camp. And from there, it becomes almost like a foundation and a springboard. So what I would say for people that haven't really attended is the boot camp for me was the place to build the core and the foundation. So I knew what questions I needed to ask and being able to attend the other sessions. The other thing that I noticed the difference between this year, last year, and the first year that I attended is there are more sessions geared towards learning, teaching, and training. Mm. Um, you know, even if you were to go in and I actually did it because I was going, how many actually were there? I just did a search and there are roughly over what, 15 or 10 separate sessions that were a part of this that were really kind of focused on, you know, how do you, let's see, I'm looking at one of them right here. I just had it, um, learning strategy in KM, uh, the learning problems, um, everything was focused around mobile workspace learning. And so for me, it seems like these two communities, right, a learning community, training and development community and a knowledge management community, I can kind of see them starting to merge a little bit. Yeah. And so what I would say is for those individuals that haven't attended, but are from the same kind of lens that I might be, that we have a lot of things that are in common. And I, I really, truly think that it, KM embracing learning and learning embracing KM, we're going to find that utopia that we've been looking for. So that's, that would be my spiel. I love it. I actually uh, have been saying this a lot lately. I think some of the most successful major KM initiatives we've seen are those that are getting run out of an organization's learning group. So we're mm -hmm. learning and KM are coming together. Mm -hmm. There's just a real, a real happy join where we're seeing business value and we're seeing real purpose. We're seeing right measurable success criteria coming into play because we're, you know, you can, you can say our employees are getting upskilled faster. They are staying with the organization longer and we all know what that translates to. That's hard ROI. So yep. Amber, I, I think that's a great point and, and a really nice theme that I hope we see continue over the next couple of years. I For now, so. Stephanie Lemieux, Rosanna Stevens, Amber Simpson, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, I would love to have you all back as individual guests on the show. So uh, stay tuned to hear from Adam on that. But for now, this is KnowledgeCast and have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate thank it. You.